All right, we're ready. We're ready to go. We get we had a little pre-show. We, you know, we had to get some stuff, get some stuff out, get some stuff off the chest. Welcome in to the Fire Zone Show. We are ready to roll. Coming off of a week two in the NFL. Craziest game, craziest Ravens game I've ever seen, just in terms of how it went down at the end. Unfortunately, the Ravens come up short to the Dolphins. If you don't know by now, <laughs> on another planet, uh, maybe you, you know, Bezos took you up there and uh, you and, and you know, got your mind erased. <laughs> you, before you, I'm glad you brought that up. You have you noticed that that dude has said nothing about his trip since he came back? <laughs> just, just put it out there. Like this dude has said, there's no pictures. There's not like he took a video orbit around the planet. Like this dude came back and he looked like he like he brand new. Like he exchanged his body up there and he came back. <laughs> hey, he's <laughs> on the down low. He's saying nothing to nobody. Uh, so yeah, unless unless you, unless you unless that happened to you, unless you went up there with him and your body got swapped. And this is alien of you that came back. The Ravens gave up 28 points in the fourth quarter uh, against the Dolphins, which is crazy to even say it. Uh, every time I say it, I'm like, wow, I can't, I can't believe that that actually happened. But it did actually happen. High-scoring game. Offense was rolling, putting points up on the board everywhere. Uh, looked like it was going to be a walk-off. You know, I, I remember telling you. Uh, you know, my wife wanted to go out, so we went out to this park at halftime. It was 28 to 7. So I'm feeling good. I'm like, oh, we're going to go out here, walk around, have a good time at the park, come back home, see all of the stats, you know, talk about the win. And I get back in the car. And <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I get back in the car, and I'm turning it on, and I'm listening, and it's over, and they're telling me to score. And I'm like, damn, that was closer than I thought it was, but they still won. And they're like, nah, the Dolphins are here. <laughs> Here's how I, I when they were up twenty eight to seven, we had this conversation earlier this summer. When teams get up quick in certain type of games, and this is that was one of them. There was we all knew the Dolphins were a good football team, but they they didn't display. They're full arsenal in the first half. So with everything that would happen in the first half, kickoff return, the two interceptions, you're only down three scores and you got the ball coming out. And if you watch even the first series or two on defense, you could tell there did, did people walking back to the huddle, only one guy running to the football. There, there just wasn't a vibe, yeah. and Miami could tell. They they smelled blood in the water. They just couldn't shoot themselves in the foot one more time, yeah. and they almost did with the pick to Marcus Williams. Yeah. That would that would have sealed it. The third pick would have sealed it. That had been a wrap. But they knew they had to play a perfect half, and. They rolled the dice and decided, you know what? Go big or go home. I mean, every drive in the second half was less than two and a half minutes. Yeah, I mean, just big play. <laughs> just just big play stunning. Down the field, Tyreek Hill, just go balls. <laughs> and it was It wasn't difficult. It wasn't difficult. No. Wasn't no, difficult. Well, I mean, look, two, the two, there was nothing difficult about that. No, nah, bust, I mean, bust, bust. That was just can you make the throw? You just yeah. get the ball there. Can you get it out? <laughs> you get it out. <laughs> Can you get it doing? And he did on both of those. So, you know, that was easy. And then, you know, a couple of the other ones, you know, the Gasicki one is crazy. I mean, that dude jumped. Like, I still think he was out of bounds, but whatever. Yeah, yeah. There, there were camera angles that showed that that, that other foot wasn't in. Um, even the last one at the end of the game uh, to Waddle, number, number one, 
if you watch the coach's angle, because you can see the wide zone free snap, they 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 had the triple team over the hill side. <laughs> they finally oh, got it. They finally got it. Yeah. Here's, ball, here, they said, not this time. Not this time. But here's my rub. Why are you double? Why are you triple teaming him, but leaving a rookie on a dude who's probably torched you more in the game than Hill? Because Hill just caught a couple bombs that were just miss assignments. It wasn't killing you. Yeah, Jalen Waddle was, was killing you. Breaking tackles, <laughs> juking people, running away from people, killing you. He's doing a little bit of everything. And even though, to 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 Jalen Armour Davis's credit. He, you know, Waddle got a little separation on him, that little whip, pivot, return, whatever you want to call it. He recovered pretty decently and had a chance, you know, to make a play on that ball, but two will put it up high and Waddle went up. Well, what are you, where are your friends? Where are you two people that are literally staring back at the camera? <laughs> like, there was nothing going on in front of you. They actually, I believe they max protected. He was lonely. <laughs> and was that when was you know we talked about this last week and I was like hey it only took a week for it to come back and burn me was that a uh, drop eight on that one Gasecki was drop nine mm. they had nine dudes that was a drop eight but you know how much I feel about drop eights I was drop eight it was they were only rushed three because that's why Tua had so much time that's why he was able to kind of slide and then climb up in the pocket because it was only three so we talked about that uh, not long ago, and I was saying, yeah, it's a good little change-up, good little mix-up to throw up in there, and then it, it just burned them in this game. <laughs> not that they did it a lot. They used it as a change-up, and it got changed up on them. Uh, Every just, time they ran it, it didn't go well. except for one time where I think the receiver slipped. It was down in the in the red zone before the Gaziki touchdown. Yeah, didn't go well. Didn't go well. Other than that, there's not a time in the history of football that has gone well. I've learned my lesson. Miami yeah, almost Miami almost got burned by if the official actually calls the the, the pass interference on Bateman. Yeah. Yeah, he got grabbed for sure. He got grabbed and shielded off. And the official looking at him like, uh <laughs> they told me not to call. This. Yeah, I mean, I don't care if it's a Hail Mary or not, you still gotta call. You still gotta um, call it. But I mean, yeah, no, I, yeah. I, I learned I learned my lesson. These guys are too good. I don't care if you drop eight, nine, ten. You give these you give that quarterback time, he's gonna find a window, he's gonna find a guy. I just don't understand what, what the principle of a three-man rush, particularly in the red zone. I just I, I no. It didn't work. <laughs> it didn't because work the out. extra guy in coverage is actually the problem, because it's not natural to have eight guys in coverage. It's yeah. not. Well, you and you can see on a couple of those, it's uh, it might have been the same guy both times, but one of them for sure. It was uh, it was Matabika. They're dropping him, and it's like, okay, yeah, he's athletic, but this dude don't don't work right. drills every day. <laughs> It's third and 12 from the, the 12. Why yeah, he, are you dropping a tackle he to stop forward. a five-yard dump off? He goes forward. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's what. And look, we, we, we all drank Kool-Aid. I drank it last week. And they dropped Michael Pierce, and he forced the fumble. And I drank it. Oh, yeah. That's cool. Look at it. Look at it. Look at it. dropping you, his 340-pound tackle. You can't. Remember how I said keep it simple? Keep it simple, yeah. stupid. Keep it simple. Well, keep it simple. Mike, Mike, Mike didn't didn't keep it simple in the second half. When 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 teams decide to go sideline to sideline, you're better off just staying in too high. They got to come to you eventually. Yeah. But when you start trying to guess and, and try to get them off their spot, that's what Don. What this is what I loved about Dean Pease is once he recognized that you were doing that nonsense going 20, you know, trying to beat him outside with his slow dudes, he was like, okay, I'm going to wait till you get inside of 20 where you got to come to me. And I'm going to sit in this hard pack zone, rush four and and have seven and basically say, you can't run around me now because there's no space. And I'm going to keep making you force field goals, kick field goals. Yep. That's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, look, 
you're up 21, right? Got to make them kick field goals. Make, make, look, if they can go four drives the long, hard way, you know what I'm saying? 80 yards, you know, however many, you know, six, seven, eight play, you know, yards at a time. Not, not plays, six, seven, eight yards at a time. Maybe it's going to take them nine, 10 plays, maybe longer. If you can do that four times in a quarter, can't get touchdowns all four times, I tip the cap. You know, hey, you, you, you were better. You were better than us today. But I can't let you have a 50 yard touchdown, a 60 plus yard touchdown. Uh, the Gasey one was like a third and 14. In the yeah. Zone. I, I, can't, I can't give you those. Can't give you those. I mean, Harbaugh said it. He's like, you can't let the ball go over your head that many times. It just can't happen. Can't happen. It can't, can't happen. It did happen, but <laughs> but it's it's not supposed to happen. Uh, but you know what? Look, we're gonna go through the position groups. We go. We're gonna stick to the format because uh, I think it that that gives us a way to kind of touch on on all of these things even a little bit more. Because I know there's a couple guys in particular. Um, that we might want to, you know, say a few words about. So going through the position group uh, helps us do that. So we'll start up front with the defensive lines where we started against the Jets. And we had so many positive things to say about the pass rush and how they were getting after Joe Flacco. A uh, little bit different this week. Yep. Uh, the defensive line uh, with Tua. They, um, they were taken out of this game because of the game plan. I think I saw a stat online earlier that they were there was nine natural dropbacks. Hmm. Nine. That makes sense. You as a pass rusher, you 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 can't get into a rhythm. Play action, even if it's just the little flag the, the just the appearance of it, you have to hesitate just a quick half a step, yeah. and that's all the lineman needs to lock you up. You got to check run. Got to check run. I got to check screen. And as soon as I don't check it, guess what they're going to run? Draw. <laughs> run screen. We saw that. They're going to run draw. They're going to run it right, 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 right past you. <laughs> we so you're, you're, in a, you're in a rock and a hard place. Yep. And I just, I think Miami's game plan did not allow this the D-line to influence the football game. And I don't think there was anything they could have done to change that unless you got quick pressure, but they didn't allow it because they did three-step, five-step, get rid of it. Like they, they would not let two sit in the pocket. I went through all of his dropbacks to note to all of them. And I got it here. I didn't tally them up yet because I just did it a couple hours ago, just finished. But I basically came away. I'm sure if I do tally it up, I'm going to have very similar numbers. I, I just know I, I wrote down a bunch of quick screen, free step, play action, RPO. <laughs> like, that, yeah. like each drop back. That, there was very few five to seven step straight drop back pass protection scenarios. There was a couple of them, but there wasn't many. One many. Uh, and so to your point, uh, the to the D line as a whole, and then people, you know, were obviously talking about OA. Uh, and I'm I'm not gonna say that, you know, there weren't things he couldn't do better. Um, I mean, the coach said that, you know, he's gotta play better, whatever, and he knows when he goes back and he watches film, he'll see things that you know he felt like he could do better or do differently. But to your point, when you're getting that much action, it's hard to to get into a rhythm. It's hard to just kind of pin your ears back and go after the quarterback because you're seeing this run action just continuously coming at you. And like I said, they, we, we talked about this before the show, they weren't just doing the stuff, you know, McDaniel might've, like people thought he was known for coming off the Shanahan McVay tree. They weren't just doing the wide zone boot stuff. They were pulling guys. <laughs> so, you know, uh, even Greg Roman has said, you know, if you, if you, you want to sell play action, you better pull a guard. So they're, they're, they're pulling guys and you got to respect that. You yes, you do. You know, you've got to respect it. And then to Oway's side, a lot of times when they were running that, they're pulling it to, to his side, and it's a guard and a tight end or it's a guard and a fullback, and the fullback is the first puller. He's got to work through the fullback, who, who basically is just kind of getting in his way, you know, on a way to, to release into a route. And then the guard is actually coming to block. And so right. he's got to yeah. deal with that. Yeah, yeah. Know, 
And so, I, I, again, I'm not making excuses for the guy, but I'm just saying as a young guy in particular, um, you know, seeing this stuff and, and having to, to adjust to it. Because, look, all of the best pass rushers in the league see that stuff. Bond sees that stuff. The Bosa's see that stuff. All those guys see that stuff. And they find a way to affect the game. But they're, they've been around it. They've seen it. Yep. You know, they, they they know it. And so, you know, he's still kind of learning and growing in that. Because you saw Houston to the other side. You know, he got after a couple times. Um when it wasn't really coming his way, he was able to kind of pin his ears back and get a couple good rushes on. But for the most part, you're right. The game plan sort of nullified the effect that those guys could have because the ball was coming out so fast. By and large. Um, right. So what and, and Miami obviously knew, A, there's no depth up front. And I, and I, and I want to touch on this, and I'm glad we're, we're kind of talking about the D-line. But as a whole, the reason why there's no depth on the defense right now, obviously there are a lot of injuries and people are clamoring. We need salary space. We need to, you can't, you physically and, and you just physically cannot add any more people with high impact to this team because you have dollars that are allocated to the offense. This is why the drafts were so important the last few years. And they're they're hurting because the Delvin Hayes of the world did not work out. Yeah. So now you don't have the bodies that you need to make the conversion to the defense that you want to play. And then when you watch the film, they don't have the right people to play this defense right now the way Mike McDonald wants to play it. And that is magnified without having Fuller and Stevens because the secondary look very unathletic, very slow. Yeah, I mean, you you got those two guys out. You got Humphrey going into the game with a groin injury. Peters, his first regular season game in a year, over mm-hmm. a year. And so, and then, you know, two rookies out there in Armour Davis and Pepe, who, you know, I tweeted out some clips earlier. They made some plays, too. They made some mistakes, sure, but they made some mm-hmm. plays in the game. Too. Absolutely. So, you know, I actually came away thinking, hey, you know, those guys showed me a little something um, in this game. But then Pepe got, you know, dinged up there at the end. So we'll see what his yep. status is going into this week. But, you know, I think last year, you know, with how all the injuries were, we were thinking, okay, 2022, whew, we got 2021 behind us. And uh, kind of going through some of the, the same thing. I mean, Stephen Means is out for the year with him Achilles. Yeah. He got hurt in that game. Um, you know, they reportedly JPP came back in for a workout again today. He left again without a contract. Because to your point, he knows that they're between a rock and a hard place. And he's like, you going to sign, you going to offer me a practice squad contract? <laughs> or are you gonna offer me something below one year seven million dollars? No, I'm not I'm not finding that. Come on. No, get out of here. Yeah, and now whether he's actually got other teams interested, or, like he said or not, who knows? You never know. That that's that's that could be negotiation sometimes. But he he can afford to wait, uh, you know, if he doesn't mind, you know, missing missing a couple of more games and then you know hooking up with a team, you know, at some point. I don't think he's gonna wait too 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 much longer, but he can afford to right now and see if the Ravens, you know, will, will come to him. But yeah, anyway, by, the, we'll, by we'll, the way, there's, there's, there is not, there are not very many good football teams in the AFC right now. Just, just, just putting it out there. There's not a lot of good football teams in the AFC right now. No, if we, if we watched last night, we saw one of them. We watched the damn Bills. But, but, but here's, here's a, here's, 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 Here's the problem. You come out like that, and you have zero running game. And the, and the Ravens are going to run into this unless J.K. and Gus come back. Yes, that's something happen, Joe. Because once December hits, I don't care how high-flying you are, yeah. you have to control the clock at some point. And they went into Kansas City last year, and they couldn't control the clock. Guess what? You got beat. Yeah, hey, man, they thought – 
13 seconds, not enough time. <laughs> but they was wrong. They were wrong. They was wrong because when you're dealing with the Mahomie, that's a, that's another level. Yeah, but I just had to kind of throw that in because it's just I I was looking at it today and I was just like, the Ravens are really not in a bad spot because they have a really good offense and a defense that's that needs time and needs some bodies to come back healthy. They need Bowser. They 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 need bodies up front. Yeah. To make this work, they do indeed. And although they lost Stephen Means, unfortunately, this week, maybe we get Travis Jones back next week. I mean, he mm-hmm. practiced this week, uh, but yeah. like, you were saying, like you were saying after the Jets game, like if he comes back to practice going into week two, it'll be for him to play in week three. Mm-hmm. To play in week two. So, you know, you got a chance to get another uh, another big body who can rush, play the run, make everything. We saw him free. He's everything. Uh, and, it'll, and, it'll, and, and it might free up Justin to be able to rush some defensive end yeah. to give some 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 time and space out there. So yeah, you can give Campbell a little a little bit of a break too, so he's not yep. playing so many snaps. Let him come in on third down and do his thing. Um, so let's move on to the next level: linebackers. And this one, this one was rocky. This one was like old school Kings Dominion, the big grizzly. Yeah, this is one of roller coaster. <laughs> yeah, this, this is one of those you you might want to bury in the backyard. The tape, just saying. Bury the ball situation. Bury your your pads. <laughs> the whole thing. Take off your whole uniform. Your whole uniform. Set the daggone thing on fire. Because <laughs> it, it. We talked about this off air, but um. Like uh, you you said before, there's there's father time wins one hundred percent of the time. He's undefeated. Un- undefeated. undefeated. As 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 every every person on this planet, he's undefeated. He will always win. Eventually, you you have to recognize that. And I think they knew it going into the season. They were hoping beyond hope that they could get a good month out of him and not feel the the inevitable pain that they knew was coming. But he can no longer be on the field. And you're talking about Josh Bynes. Talking about Josh Bynes, yes. It's just it's it's the coverage, it was exposed. He can't run sideline to sideline. And if teams are not going to run off tackle or inside the tackle box, he's he's going to be ineffective. Which is probably why we saw Blake Martinez Coming up in. Yep. And, I mean, depends if he's healthy enough from the ACL. I mean, he's a he's a Mark upgrade in terms of pass coverage than anyone else on this football team in the middle of the field. So that's something to look forward to. Speaking of injuries and linebackers, I should I, I don't want to bury this either. John Ross. No, sorry, I keep saying John. I knew I was going to say John. Josh Ross, our guy. He's not perfect. Yeah. I, I don't know if they say he was done for the year. He might just be on IR, and it might be the four-game thing, and he could be. Uh-huh. Um, but you know, when you, it made me think about him as you were talking about Bynes. You're like, all right, let's see if we can buy a little bit, of, a little bit of time with him. You had a guy like like Josh Ross on the come, you know, kind of working his way in there, getting his feet wet on special teams. Maybe start the easy man to a couple defensive packages, and then maybe yep. Bynes plays a little bit, you know, fewer snaps over time. But you know, that's that's going to be put on hold. Uh, you know, until Ross is able to get back and get healthy. Now, what we saw again, we saw this in the Jets game, was another game of Patrick Queen playing 100% of snaps. It wasn't 84 this week, but it was 71, so it was still a hell of a lot of snaps. And uh, this one, um, it was rough for PQ. It was it was rough. I mean, there were definitely some moments. We shared some clips earlier today where I was like, man, 
right there. I mean, like right there. And then, you know, there was some other moments where it was like, okay, we've kind of seen some of this before, unfortunately. Yeah. We, I mentioned it Monday, I think, to you. But when I put on this, when you put on this tape, it has the eerie feeling of watching them against Kansas City last year. And not as out of control. But this one worried me because he was he was a step slow for everything. He was settling too quick. He was moving off the hash when he didn't have to. Which a lot of those... Here's the rule of thumb when you're facing offense like they faced this week. They're precision. Everything has marks. Everything has tracks. The hash marks is their tracks. It's a mark for them. Any type of route they're running inside, that's the track. So his Tua's goal is to get you off track with his eyes, which is to move you off the hash. And you have to understand that as a drop linebacker, which is don't move. And it was just consistent trying to make big plays where you don't have to make big plays. That's the beautiful part about zone. Just let it come to you. Drop in your spot. Yeah, they're going to complete some balls, but they're eventually going to be tougher balls to complete because you're going to be on the hash, and he's either going to have to be too fine or he's going to make a bad throw and throw it into your chest. And everybody's like, why is he looking to throw it in the test? Because he tried to move you off the hash, and you didn't move. And he's got to let it go on time, or he's he's in trouble. Yeah. So those windows plays happen. So I, he was just a step slow and everything. He he wasn't getting as wide as he needed to on certain on certain plays on the bubbles. He just he was waiting an extra count too long, and it's just everything was in slow motion. It was just it just seemed like he just was everything was overthinking. Everything was okay, that guy's doing that. He's running over there. It was just, it was just a lot going on. And when you face offenses offenses like this, who do a lot of window dressing, a lot of uh, of wide receivers this motion this. As a linebacker, you gotta watch the five guys in front of you. Nine times out of ten, they're gonna tell you where the ball is going. And it just seemed like we weren't we weren't doing that inside. Yeah, and it makes me wonder. <laughs> I don't know, man. I guess my question would be: Are we going to get to a sustainable level? Like we've had these highs and lows, right? We yep. had the one end of the spectrum last year, where it's like you say, a little bit more OC, a little bit more out of control, like just running everywhere. Right. And then you have the other end of the spectrum, which you kind of talked about a little bit more in this game, is being a little bit too slow. You know, step slow on it. So are we are we gonna get to a sustainable level? I think he can, but I find myself doing this each year. Yeah. <laughs> Saying, okay, I think he can get there. And you know, 2020, you gave him the rookie year, COVID, all that stuff. 2021, kind of the same thing in that, all right, it's not your rookie year. COVID's still a little bit of that going on, not as much. But you got Rob Ryan in, and who knows what the hell is going on there for the first half of the season. And then you get this year, and you have McDonald coming in, and Zach Orr is back, and you're thinking, okay, this is going to be it. This is where it's kind of going to level off, and we're going to see that that kind of consistent level of play. You know, you might have a few little, you know, downs here. And yeah. there. Not as many. As we've seen before, and it's only the second game. Like you, you, you keep him. But he's three years in. He's three years in. There, there needs to be some semblance of consistency, and there hasn't been. We're not there. And they're going to get tired of it, and I think they are tired of it. Yeah, they probably get tired. (laughs) If we're talking about it like this, they see this guy every day, practice every day. Right. So, and um, is it? He's a good athlete. He's a good football player. 
but he does not have he doesn't have someone next to him who's consistent. So he can't be consistent. Because he feels like he has to make spectacular plays. But you don't have to do that in this defense. I just, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not befuddled because I know what's going on. I, I don't know if it can be fixed. Do are we in? Because at this point, I feel like we're going to see this yeah. all year, yeah. and I think it depends on the offense. Yeah, whether you're going to be in an up week or down or down week. week, it just depends. Well, we got the Patriots next week. What's, what's the prediction? Do we do we think that's the type of offense where we get an up week or we are we down? They don't run a lot of lot of RPOs and drags, so I feel like he'll be a little more settled. You would think, but I'm sure they'll do some false pulls and things along that sort to confuse them because that's what teams do. Yeah, I mean, you got you got you got the bullseye on your back. That's that's just how it is. They they literally picked on him in the first drive. Yeah, that's what these offensive coordinators are going to do. Because you've got the target on your back. They've seen it now. Like we in three years, we got three years of film to show. This is the guy. We can get the here. We can manipulate this guy. We can do things yeah. to this guy. Yeah. And so, you know, the, the good ones, that's what they're going to do. Um, so, yeah, it's it does feel that way. I'm going to continue to be optimistic and hope that we're going to get to that sustainable level and kind of just level off and kind of stay even keeled. Uh, I'm going to stay optimistic. But, uh, yeah, didn't, didn't leave a good taste in your mouth coming out of this one. All right, the second day. Uh, we talked a little bit earlier about some of their challenges with the injuries and so forth. But uh, let's talk about some of the, the structural stuff, the communication stuff. I mean, because those big plays that we were talking about to kind of start off the show, uh, it was it was stuff happening on the back end. There were breakdowns, there were busts. Um, what do you think? When you don't have athletes – that's what happens. You can you can you can have the, the correct scheme, you can have the correct positioning, but when you don't have the athletes and you spent what we like thirty million dollars plus in your secondary. And they can't stay healthy. And this has been an ongoing problem even since Peters got here. It's been an unsettled spot because there's been questions about Humphrey for the last couple of years. Let's 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 be real in a sense of what have you done for me lately? Lee. That's what it is. He's he's coming off a soldier injury. When did he get hurt last year? Week 10? Humphrey? Yeah, it was later. A little bit later. It wasn't as early as some of the other ones. And the last two performances before that weren't very good. No, it was rocky. It was rocky before the injury last year. Yes, it was getting rocky. (laughs) It was rocky. I mean, it was really rocky, so – he hasn't come back and reasserted himself. So that's a problem. I think Chuck Clark is being exposed for he's a good football player. But he's 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 kind of slow. Not 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 as read and heavy as he was last year. Now that could also be the defense changing and things on the sort. But okay. I'm keeping my eye on that. I mean Marcus Williams is who he's as advertised right now. As advertised. Um or Beth in some ways. But here's the deal. You pay that man seventy million dollars and we have him screaming from the line of scrimmage trying to play half 
what are we doing? Yeah, well, that's... <laughs> what are we doing? That's, that's not on him. <laughs> what are we doing? Um, and then Mr. Hamilton. I think he was the main culprit to a lot of the bus. Structurally wise in the secondary and even in the linebackers. Because if if the passing the passing strength and the and the and the run strength can be different. Mm-hmm. But if the passing strength is wrong, the whole defense is wrong. And I think the one play that really sticks out to me is the run play they ran right before they scored. Or well, a couple plays before they scored. Chase they were driving down the hill. Yep. There's not a stand-up individual in the tackle box. Let, let me let, let me say that again. Yeah. We we are getting down less than a minute into the fourth quarter. They have a back in the backfield, and we do not have a linebacker or corner or safety inside the tackle box. What am I missing? <laughs> Where, who who missed the call? Because when I look at the call, I got Chuck Clark over the tight end. I got both my linebackers, which is I believe is Harrison and Queen. No, it's OA and Queen, who are now my outside ends. And then I have nothing inside, but yet I have Hamilton standing on the outside. Yeah, he's outside of Queen. Okay. <laughs> yeah, some somebody's wrong. Somebody's wrong. Somebody's and wrong. evidence from the game tells me it's Hamilton because he had more than one bust. Yeah. Yeah. So I, young guys play, but you you can't have eight to ten balls over your head for thirty plus yards. Can't. Right. You just no, just can't. We're gonna make mistakes, like you said, because we're yeah. but we can't have those that many of those kinds of mistakes. No, no, we can't have that many of those kinds in that situation. You know, what I mean, we got to keep it all in front of us. And as you already said, if we got to come up and make tackles every play, they're kind of taking their time, nickel and diamond down the field. Hey, that's fine. You can do that for four four drives. Kick field goal. Kick field goals. Dean Pease was was the king of that. People hated it, hated it, hated it. But when he realized teams had him outgunned in terms of trying to make him make a slow defense speed up, he said, no, I'm going to let you have the 20s to the 20s. But once once this field starts to condense, and I know my, my smart dudes of Ed Reed, Ray Lewis, and Suggs can make plays inside of in that bubble, now I can go play defense and I can force you to kick field goals. And even he, you know, it made me, when I I saw that one play with Marcus Williams and Kyle Hamilton both up on the line scrimmage to the same side, (coughs) excuse me, Jalen Armour Davis one-on-one over there with Tyreek on the left and he's playing foot-footed. I mean, he's playing flat-footed. He's getting a vertical release. I mean, Tyreek, he's not going in he's not going out he ain't doing no dancing he coming off the line at you and armor davis is just flat-footed it made me think about when you mentioned dean Pease, like hey when dean like you said just kind of understood the situation and played it straight up that's going to be covered but i remember that 2017 game against the Bengals, <laughs> the last game of the season and we tried to get a little tricky Right, yes, guys dropping back and going here and going there. What happens? They convert on fourth down, and you going home. You missing the fourth. You going home because you relied on a dude who never run that coverage <laughs> all year to do it at fourth and thirteen. This is this is part. We'll get into that. The, know your personnel. Yeah, know your personnel. And it just not, it just wasn't. You look at the situation and you're like, okay, could there be a time? Well, there's never a time for a call like that when it's not, it's not right. But <laughs> could there be a time for some disguise? Sure. Is that the time for disguise? Probably not. 
Probably not the time for this guy. I'm not at, at, at that point. But, who are we trying to fool? Who are you trying to fool? <laughs> but also, where's the leader on the field? Yeah, to say not. When that call comes in, yeah, when that right call again, they said we're not disguising. We're like not. this, this, this ain't the time to disguise. Like mm-hmm. get, be where you need to be. Yeah, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> we're not running. There. We're not doing that. We're not doing that because there's no need. At that point in the game, you're up. They literally have to score four touchdowns. To we, we we don't need that. We don't need to. You to literally crazy. make them go 10 yards and run eight plays. And if they get 10 yards on eight plays every 10 yard, great. Guess what? They're going to run 40 seconds off of that clock every single time. Yeah, game's over. Game's over. We win. <laughs> Every so, single time. Yeah, game's over. We win. Great for you. You got 20. You needed you needed you needed 28. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> game's Good luck. Over. Yeah. Good luck. Game's over. But we didn't do and, and, and more than likely some of those you're gonna make them end in field goals anyway. Yeah. Um, until they get you know to the end to the end and they gotta go for it. But um yeah, I I mean there's there's obviously second guessing and it's not just fans, not just media. This is something I would ask you as somebody that's called players. There gotta be games like that where you you second guess yourself. At the end, you're looking back, you're watching the film, and you're like, "What was I thinking? Why did I call that?" <laughs> oh yeah, there are plenty of times when even during the game, you're just like, "Why? Why? Why?" Yeah. And you're just looking at your call sheet, and you're just like, "God, no, no, stop." What made me do that? What? Why? Who? Who entered my body and decided I needed to get into a pissing contest? Yeah, that's what, that's what. what it was. That, that Bezos came down with that body swap. It's <laughs> 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 a different person came down in there. But that's a learning experience for Mike Mike McDonald, which is yeah. in the face of when a team is doing things and you're. Your first instinct, and it's all of our defensive instincts, is to heat them up, yeah. to change the rhythm. Not, you know, bring in the house, but bring different type of blitz. What he's going to learn is, especially in the NFL, is it's just better to sit back. Mm-hmm. Let them come to you. Because eventually, just like Dean Peace would say, they, they got to come play. Yeah, They got to play yeah. inside the twenty. 20 and the 20s don't mean nothing. Once you run out of tricks, eventually <laughs> <laughs> you got to play football. You got to play football. And once you're in the 20s, you have one good trick in your bag for the week. Maybe two. Maybe two. Maybe two. You After that, yeah, you probably don't have four of them. No, so you don't. You drive four times and get down there, and you got four different things you done schemed up for the Reds. You probably don't have four of them. You don't have four. If you, again, and, if you I, and I got smart players who've seen time. the first two times. So if you try to run that crap again, we're going to stiffen out. Oh. See, I got my little question in there. I didn't even wait to the end. That was, well, I mean, that was part of it. That's half the question. No. Yeah. I didn't do the whole question. That was that was that was the first half. Yes. We'll we'll hit the second half. Um. So I guess that's it for the secondary. I don't know that. I think we yeah. around and we touched on everybody in there. Um. So you know, it, it's in the it's in the rear view now. You're trying to move forward. Uh, you know, obviously they will have looked at it and will try to correct mistakes from certain calls and certain coverages and certain fits and all of that. But then they'll start, you know, working on on the Patriots. So here's the perfect time for the question. Segway to myself. Um, when you're a, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> when when you're a new coach, a first-time play caller in the NFL. You know, McDonald was the D.C. for Michigan last year. It was his first time as D.C. in the NFL. And you have a game like this. Uh You're going to lose games. Uh They're going to be bad games and bad stuff's going to happen. But when you have one that is kind of like historic, right, like it's never happened before, and it's on your side of the ball, uh, how, how do you respond to that? Because, I mean, it's got to be tough to at least not a little bit maybe second-guess yourself a little bit, like, oh, man, maybe maybe this was a little too big for me. Maybe 
<laughs> and he wasn't quite ready for this. Now, he seems like a confident guy, and I don't think that he's going to go there. I, I will I will say this as a defensive coordinator that would never that would never enter my mind. No, no, because we we all know it, it's it's one game. It's it's an opportunity to learn and a lot of self scout. How I handle pressure, how I how I didn't, how I made calls. And I think he, if it was me coming in on Monday, I would watch it probably twice through, maybe a third time, just to grade it. But after that, I wouldn't watch it. And then my first meeting with the group of defensive players, I wouldn't fall on my sword, but I would be like, I would I would hold myself accountable to that group and basically say, listen, I didn't put you guys in the best position to be successful. We did not accomplish the goals that we had set out. And I'm a, I'm gonna be a better coach and put you guys in position to be successful and not ask too much of you guys in situations where it didn't need to happen. If he comes in with that mindset, that team's going to jump and be like, okay, this dude's accountable for what he did. Now I need to be accountable for the nonsense that I put on tape. But if the opposite happens, which I think is happening in Cleveland, where dude came out to say it, basically said on the the Wilson touchdown, the Gary Wilson touchdown, he said, that wasn't my coverage. But I'll take the play. <laughs> <laughs> that, that that right there yeah. tells me that whole room is on on pins and needles and ready to blow up. There's some, there's some cracks in <laughs> You don't want to hear that as a defensive coordinator because you know he's throwing you underneath the bus because yeah. you did you did something you, you did something. Yeah. So I'll be interested to hear to hear from the guys on Mon- on Wednesday when they talk about the game. Because they will, you know, some of those guys will talk about it. And I want to hear the responses. If he came in and was humble about it, you're going to hear one set of responses. If he wasn't humble about it, you're going to hear a different set of responses. And you're going to know that real quick. They're generally pretty good about that under Harbaugh for the most part. This is new age cats. Yeah, it is. (laughs) They, they've been pretty good generally about keeping that stuff in-house where it'll leak out, but it takes some time, right? It doesn't, it doesn't necessarily happen right away. If it happens that way, like you said, it might not. But if it, if it were to go that other way, like all the real Thomas stuff, we didn't hear about that till the next year. But, but, but if you paid attention to the, to the press conferences throughout the year, there were tidbits about – there were signs, particularly Chuck Clark. There were yeah. definite signs. You look at that man. Yeah, there were signs. Especially the second half of that season. He was not happy. No, there were signs because Earl kept saying it was miscommunication. It was mis- You know, that was early on because once right. they got on the run, everything was good. Everything was but, good. you know, those, 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 first, those first four games, particularly the, the Cleveland game, and the, really the Cleveland game, but even a little bit of the KC game, you know, he just kept saying it's miscommunication, it's miscommunication. And, you know, Chuck was a little bit more like, hey, you know, you got no assignments. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. There are we, little tips. We got to know our assignments. <laughs> okay. I'll be a team player for this week. <laughs> yeah. We got to know our assignments. And he and he was. Uh, and he took that and he wore that for that whole season into the offseason until that practice. And he he had to he had to steal on my man because he was just like I can't take it no more. <laughs> I can't take I have, it no more. Oh, I have been there when you just want to rip off your helmet, throw it on the ground, can't take this and literally take that dude by the face mask. Like we had talked about this in meetings for weeks. Yeah, the meetings we come to, we don't come to. <laughs> you yeah. don't show up on time, but we was there and we were talking about this. And but but you weren't there, so. Ooh, you know what I'm saying? 
Yes. So that was that's that's the one end of the spectrum. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they managed to, you know, like I said, for the most part, keep that in house until the next year. Now I think they got a different set of guys this year. And even though you've got some new guys from other teams, uh Marcus Williams doesn't seem like the kind of guy to to do that kind of stuff, even going back to his time yeah. in the Saints. Because, you know, he he had his thing his rookie year, that Minneapolis miracle. And, you know, he owned it. He he tried to, you know, and, yeah. and, he's, gone, and he's gone on to become one of the, the better safeties in the league. So I think they got the right kind of makeup in there. Humphrey's like that. You know what I'm saying? He ain't going to really throw nobody under the bus. Which you know, may MP, be the MP will talk to you man to man. MP will say some stuff to your face. But he ain't going to come out and say nothing publicly to bad. No, but somebody needs to say something to Mr. Hamilton. Oh, you know they talking. They, they they need to they they need to shake shake that man. Yeah, you know they talking. You know something that I thought about, um, because it seemed like just from afar, it just seemed like a guy he really was communicating with and talking with a lot on the team when they were doing football stuff and they were working was Tony Jefferson. And when TJ left, I'm not saying other guys ain't talking to him. Of course they are. But it felt like TJ had really kind of took it upon himself to say, look, I got to bring this guy along. I got to get this guy ready. He knew that it wasn't his job. He knew right. it was his job. And that's probably why he chose not to come back here because <laughs> he wanted to play. Uh, but at the same time, I think he was a guy who was communicating with him a lot. Uh, was kind of bringing him along because we've seen it. Again, I'm not going to say it because I, I think we don't know. We're not there. We're not in that facility. We're not in that locker room. But we've seen certain guys on that team and how they react, at least out on the field. MP may not be the necessarily take you under, the put his arm around your shoulder kind of guy on the field. And a right. he might be, on the field he might be. But we've seen how he reacts to Queen when Queen is had. <laughs> you saw him You saw him in the game when a couple times. You just kind of looked at him like, because the competitor in him, like I said, on the field, I think he's 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 one way, and then I think off the field, you know, he, he might be able to come to you and say, "Hey, man, we we gotta get this shit right. <laughs> okay, we got right. we gotta clean this up." Um, but yeah, you're right. Somebody, uh, I'm sure, is is getting with Hamilton and just, oh, hey, man, just settle down. Yeah, you just gotta relax, right? You know, you you you're here and you're playing on this team because. You know, they believe in you. Like we talk about this all the time. You wouldn't be on this team and you wouldn't be playing in these games if they didn't believe in you. You know? Yeah. They got yeah. another dude, right? They got Geno Stone. If they believe you, they can put him out there. They, they, they just have to be careful not to turn him into Isaiah Simmons, who is who is who is just misguided in Arizona at this point. Yeah, they keep it's like a yo yo. You know what I'm it's, saying? It's going, brutal. They're going to have him playing up in the box as like a backer. No, we're going to have you playing back more like a like a nickel. You know, they've just been younging him back and forth. Young and a young man, like young. Yeah, and I don't know why you just don't go back to what he what he showed he was good at. Yeah, why, why, why don't we have him do that? We don't play the strengths around here. We play to the coach's uh, whims. Yeah, because we, talk, we talked about Hamilton a little bit around the draft, and then a little bit afterwards, too. I'm not going to say he never played on the back end, never played deep at Notre Dame. I'm sure he did. But he played a lot more like nickel star, up around the box, up around mm -hmm. the line of scrimmage there. So some of this stuff on the, on, on the deep end, it might be a little new, you know, some of the yeah. things that they're asking him to do. And not just that stuff. We talked about this, too. But that stuff where you're up in the line of scrimmage and hey, we want you to bail to the post. He probably ain't never done that stuff. No, no, no. So, you know, a lot of this stuff is is probably new for him in terms of just what he's doing. Obviously, the defense, you know, learning yep. defense, turn all of that. But just some of the assignments. It's like, man, I, I've not really done a lot of this stuff before. Um, Whereas you look at somebody like they're different players and they have different roles in this defense. But you look at somebody like Pepe, where he's primarily playing nickel. Pepe played nickel at, at Houston. You know, so he know he knows and and he played a little bit of safety. 
Mm-hmm. So, you know, he, he knows those roles. He's comfortable with those roles. Jalen Harvey Davis, right? He's playing outside. This is what he did at Bama. So, but Hamilton might be doing some things that, you know, might be a little bit new for him. But they wouldn't have asked him to do it if they didn't think he could do it. There you go. You know, I mean, Stevens, we said that was Stevens last year. They had him doing a bunch of different stuff. They wouldn't have asked him to do it if they didn't think he could handle it. Surprise, surprise. They missing, they're missing Stevens. Yeah. So hopefully he gets back. Um, this week because they could definitely use him out there. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be interesting uh, to see how they respond. Like you said, that that kind of was the the crux of it is how are you going to respond, right? It's happened. And then you can do it now, right? That's that. How are you going to respond to a football team that just went into Pittsburgh, beat Pittsburgh, and they're going to try to run the football down your throat? It's what they do. What are you going to do about it? It's what they want to be. Because you weren't very physical, you weren't very physical on on Sunday. That fullback was out there, Ooh. out there making <laughs> making Marlon Humphrey look like he on skates. He made Owe look like he he looked Put like a little back. child. Put him on his back. Like he was just running around with his head chopped off, just just beating fools up. Put him on his back. So that dude was physical. Their D line, Miami's D line, was getting after. <laughs> I mean, they were getting after, and yet they didn't get they didn't get to didn't get to Lamar. No, it wasn't it wasn't pass rush. It was running game. Oh my god, they <laughs> just, and that's the thing I know. I'm glad you brought that up. That was the one thing that bothered me the most about the D line this week. Once they had the feel that this was a, you know, a sideline to sideline game, they weren't getting up the field. So then when they ran power toss, you're playing this shadow game where you're not getting up the field and forcing the running back to make a choice. You're letting him dictate the pace. And you you saw that a lot in a lot of their power toss game. You're just like, no one's getting up the field. No one's making him make a decision. And that was the opposite from what we saw in the Jets game when they were penetrating. Yeah, they were getting up the field. On pass rush. Now, now, question is: Was that part of the game plan this week? Knowing that they Miami may try to try to do that, yeah. try to get outside. We want to be more of read and react. Uh, no, you just get up the field. Just get up the field, like the Eagles. Just get up the field. Yeah, just cause, just cause havoc. Yeah, I hope that wasn't part of it because I think these guys have shown they're at their best when they're getting up the field. So yeah. let's let's keep doing that, and then you know we'll 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 play that other stuff on our way to the quarterback. But we 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 gotta get <laughs> we gotta get off the rock and get in that backfield. Uh, so I uh, I'm looking forward to the response, right? Like Chuck said last year, watch how we come back. <laughs> Agreed. I'm 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 looking to to see the comeback because you're gonna have this adversity, man. Mike McDaniel said that in the locker room after their game, he was saying. You he, normally that doesn't get out publicly too much. Maybe Mike T might be one other coach you hear talk about that who said where where McDaniel said I was hoping that we would get some adversity. <laughs> this is what he yes. said in the locker room. I was hoping that we would get some. Now he's like I didn't want that much. <laughs> <laughs> that was more than what I wanted. But he was like I want. I was hoping that we would get some because he said I knew that this team would respond. And I just wanted to see. And they did. Yep. So, you know, here, here's the Ravens' turn. You got this adversity, right? Game, you should have won. You did. What are you going to do, right? You're going to let this beat you twice? Or, like you said, look at it, learn from it, own it, DC, be accountable. We're moving forward. Let's go yep. out and take, take care of business against Mac Jones. I want to. I want to see what Monday's. I want to see what Wednesday's first twenty minutes of practice will tell you everything you need to know about Sunday's game. If guys come out there, not just going through the motions, but just have just just having a football practice, they're going to lose by ten points on Sunday. Mm. I need I I need I need energy and I need it all week 
but I don't need bad energy and I don't need goofy energy. <laughs> Cause there's 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 been some times on a football field when you get goofy energy and they ain't they they no stop. They ain't gonna work. I need I need I need joy. I need positivity. I need a sense of a safe place to go out there and, and become better as a football or defensive football team. That's why I need to see the first 20 minutes. I need, I need people flying around. I need people enjoying being out there and ready to get better. You know what you described? You need that Ray Lewis energy. <laughs> That's what he brought. It's, it's, it's been missing for quite a long time. <laughs> That's what he brought all the time. When you, when you were, we were in the chat and you were talking about, you know, I, I don't see the leadership out on defense, out on the field. I don't see anybody taking control. It was never a question. <laughs> it was never a question. Never a question. But I saw before we came on, um, Armstead, the left tackle for Miami, mm-hmm. right after Tua hit that really big pass with Queen in his face. And they're about to run the trap play yeah. to go the other way. Armstead looks at Tua because it's a, it's a it. I mean, your adrenaline is rolling at that point. You just made a big throw. He looked at him, goes, <laughs> "Calm down. We ain't accomplished anything. We at the forty yard line. Yeah. Like, like we. This is still football. Just calm down. Let's go to work." Tua, you can see Tua looked at him and initially kind of was like, why are you telling me to calm down? But then you see Tua kind of, his body language changed. Yeah, he, got he was it. like, he's like, okay, I, I feel you, bro. Let me let me lock back in. Let's go. He got it. And Armstead's a vet, a vet leader who's been around, you know, was on those Saints teams for a long time, been around Breeze, been around all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, Stay in the moment. Stay present. Yeah. So that matters. I mean, when you got guys who've been there and done it, not just guys who talk about doing it, <laughs> the guys who've been there and done it. Yeah. And they're out on the field. That Better listen to that, bro. Yeah. That means a lot. And they've got, I mean, you think about Calais and Houston and Bynes. You know, you got you got these guys. But you don't have anybody who's got that 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 bite. Who on the defense has that bite? Yeah. Who who can who can walk in there? And not care what guys say, and, and he just look at the room and go, "Y'all play soft today." I mean, Juice Man. I mean, he's he's a corner, but, Juice but he's man, a corner. Nobody gonna he's listen a, to a corner. Stop he's it. A corner. <laughs> Stop it. He's got the he personality though. He ain't hit anybody in six years. Stop it. Yeah, that's a problem. No one else. No one else on that D line or linebacker crew has that bite. I mean, that's my you know who you know who has that bite on Buffalo that D tackle, no safeties. Phillips, no Phillips. Yes, yes. Yeah, he, I, I guarantee. I guarantee he'll walk into a room and say, "Y'all play like some bullshit today." <laughs> We're talking about defense, but you know, you know who had it on offense. Remember that clip when they show Ronnie in practice and uh, Falele slipped down. And he was like, "Get your." <laughs> Slipping and you get up. Get up. <laughs> Somebody got it over there on offense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's a there's a lot of alpha dogs on offense. And not a lot of there's I have yet to see an alpha show up defensively yet. Yeah, you you know you got one in number eight. There's no there's no question. I mean number seven is an alpha. Yeah, eight ain't even gotta say a whole lot. No, seven it. don't have to say very much either. No. <laughs> you see it. You just watch them. You're like, okay, there it is. There it is right there. But that's missing on the offensive line right now. Yeah. There ain't nobody up there who's going to go and, and maul someone yeah. and go get a 15-yard penalty because he's trying to fire up his teammates. And that's been missing up there for a little while, too. Mm-hmm. So these things are important. I mean, it might sound like it's stuff you can't really – it's not tangible or whatever, but – it definitely you need tone setters. Yeah, you definitely definitely do. You gotta play you your part. 
and they've had those guys before. We talked TJ about was, TJ was that dude. You beat me to it. You beat TJ me to was that dude. That energy that you were talking about, you needed to see positive energy. We're gonna go out here, but we're gonna be serious and we're gonna take care of business. We're gonna work. He was he was that guy. He was that guy. He was that guy. And you know whether it was money or his role, whatever it was, I think you got to find a way to keep that guy in your locker room. I I question it now because Geno Stone has been. MIA for the most part on defense. Yeah. So I now I question it. Like if that was a choice. Hmm. Yeah. I just thought he would come back. I figured they were gonna play the little game with the roster and he's gonna get released, but then you know they bring him back on the practice squad on the vet uh spots that they had. I figured it was gonna it was they were gonna play the game. But I thought he would come back. But I don't think he wanted to. Something I, happened that changed his mind. I'm not going to say he didn't want to. Something happened that changed his mind about coming. I don't think he wanted to play in the defense. I think he... He, he, he chose wing. He chose the def- He chose something he he thought he would get some play in. He chose wing. Now the question is, is he playing up there? That I, have. I I haven't really paid attention. I'm about to look at it now. <laughs> well, they're on the they're on the schedule, right? They play the Jets. Yeah. So that's that'll that'll be a whole thing in and of itself, right there, because you know Wink uh, feels some type of way <laughs> about yeah. things went down between him and Harbaugh. Harbaugh could say it was mutual and all of that. That's that's the right thing to say. But. I mean, he's he's made one tackle in two games. Okay. So, but you know, is he playing more snaps? Because I highly doubt it. I don't know how much he would have got on the field here with their current. Safety. I don't. Yeah, I don't think that's that's a very good point. So, I mean, I can't blame him because he he you know obviously he he worked through that injury and it took him I mean two years to get back, and I don't think he did all that to sit on the bench. He wanted to play. Yep. So you know, hey, again. You wish him the best. You want him to 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 you know be happy in uh, in that role and get an opportunity to play. And I root for Tony always, except for when they play. <laughs> then I want them to lose. Uh, but all right, I think we're gonna go ahead and wrap this thing up. I think we've touched on this game. Uh, maybe we'll 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 go out and and, and bury something after this, <laughs> this game. <laughs> so we don't have to we'll have to talk about this game anymore. Some barbecue chicken. Okay. Hey. <laughs> right up my alley, right there. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Well, hey, that's that's the perfect thing to end on. You know what? Why? Well, you out there listening? Go go get you something to eat, man. Get you some barbecue chicken or whatever you like to eat. Go get yourself something to eat, man. Don't don't. If you listen to this and it's got you feeling kind of down about the defense or whatever, go get something to eat. Get, you know, get your mind off of it. Don't worry. Take a shower. About it. Well, yeah. I mean, clean, clean yourself for sure. Yeah, water, water always helps you make you feel better. You know, my like my my, my grandfather, wash. You need to wash. Go wash your butt. Wash your ass. Wash your ass. <laughs> and you don't come in here smelling. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Okay. Oh my God! Dead giveaway. Dead giveaway. Time to go. All right, yep. look, y'all. Be good. <laughs> Until next time, like, subscribe, tell a friend, and tell a friend. Y'all know what we say. We don't.